Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the virtual CISO Moment Cybersecurity Quick Strike for Monday, August 21st, 2023. Let's grab our coffees and just go right into it today. We begin today from the Hacker News. Threat actors are leveraging access to malware infected Windows and Mac OS machines to deliver a proxy server application and use them as exit nodes to reroute proxy requests. Now, according to AT&T Alien Labs, the unnamed company that offers the proxy service operates more than 400,000 proxy exit nodes, although it's not immediately clear how many of them were co-opted by malware installed on infected machines without user knowledge and interaction. Quote, although the proxy website claims that its exit nodes come only from users who have been informed and agreed to the use of their device, the cybersecurity company said they found evidence where, quote, malware writers are installing the proxy silently in infected systems. Not good. Multiple malware families have been observed delivering the proxy to users searching for cracked software and games. The proxy software written in the Go programming language is capable of targeting both Windows and Mac OS, with the former were capable of evading detection by using a valid digital signature. Now, in addition to receiving further instructions from a remote server, the proxy is configured to gather information about the hex systems, including running processes, CPU and memory utilization, and battery status. What's more, the installation of the proxy software is accompanied by the development of additional malware or adware elements. This disclosure brings builds upon the prior findings from AT&T in which macOS machines compromised by ad loads, adware, being corralled into a giant residual proxy botnet, raising the possibility that operators of AdLoad could be running a pay-for-install campaign. Bleeping Computer reports Google is testing a new feature. This is interesting in the Chrome browser that will warn users when an installed extension has been removed from the Chrome web store, usually indicative of it being malware. Well, that's a good thing. An unending supply of unwanted browser extensions is published on Chrome Web Store and promoted through pop-up and redirect ads. These extensions are made by scam companies and threat actors who use them to inject advertisements, track your search history, redirect you to affiliate pages, or in more severe cases, steal your Gmail emails and Facebook accounts because we can't have that happen. The problem, though, is that these extensions are churned out quickly with the developers releasing new ones just as Google removes the old ones from the Chrome Web Store. So it's just a matter of like trying to keep up with it. Unfortunately, if you installed one of these extensions, they're going to still be on your system, on your browser, even after Google detects them as malware and removes them from the store. There's up until now no way to facilitate removal on a browser. So due to that, Google is now bringing its safety check feature to browser extensions, warning Chrome users when an extension has been detected as malware or removed from the store, and that they should be uninstalled from the browser. This sounds rather simple, and I have to say, I would have assumed that this was always the case. That's what you get for assuming. This feature will go live in Chrome 117, but if you can now test it if you want in Chrome 116 by enabling the browser's exper experimental extensions module and safety check feature. To enable this feature, it's very simple. Just go to the copy the Chrome URL, Chrome... Uh, backslash, backslash, flags, backslash, hashtag safety, dash, check, dash, extensions. If you didn't get that, you can go to the article in the show notes. Just put that into the address bar, just like you would do a lot of the other Chrome things and features and press enter. You'll be brought to the Chrome flags page with the extensions module in safety check feature highlighted. VCSO Services is a small, specialized, veteran-owned information security firm with a calling 
founded on Christian values and focused on the needs of small and mid-sized businesses. Our passion is to help small and mid-sized businesses gain a fighting chance in an increasingly hostile cybersecurity threat environment by providing executive part-time virtual CISO services, information security risk management services, and CISO advisory services. Check them out at vcsoservices.com. Now, the threat of email attacks generated by AI is growing year over year. We know this and projected to increase exponentially, according to HelpNet Security. This has been a big explosion recently. Over 74% of respondents have experienced an increase in the use of AI cyber criminals in the last six months. That's a big explosion. And over 85% believe that AI, that's artificial intelligence, if you didn't get the acronym, but I think everybody does will be used to circumvent their existing email security technologies. This is from a recent report from Iron Scales and Osterman Research. Interesting report. Here's some more details from the report. 77% of organizations now consider email security a top three priority for their organization. Virtually all of the security leaders surveyed expect AI to be moderately or extremely important to their future email defenses. Nine out of 10 organizations have implemented an AI-enabled email security solution beyond what their cloud email provider offers. The report emphasizes AI's dual role in preserving and enhancing detection efficacy, noting that adoption of AI-enabled email security has proven essential for organizations. With 42% maintaining their previous detection standards and 35% experiencing an improvement over their earlier baseline, good stuff. The report reveals that AI safeguards against evolving threats and enhances existing security layers, positioning it as a vital tool in the modern cybersecurity workspace. Also on the AI note, CSO Online says that three quarters of global businesses are currently implementing or considering bans on ChatGPT and other generative AI applications within the workforce. With risks to data security, privacy, and corporate reputation driving decisions to act. Now, that's according to a new research from BlackBerry, which found that 61% of companies deploying or considering generative AI bans view the steps long-term or permanent. BlackBerry's findings draw from a survey of 2,000 IT decision makers across North America, Europe, Japan, and Australia. The data comes a week after the publication of the OAS Top 10 for Large Language Models, LLMs, which details the key security and safety challenges associated with large language models, which may many generative AI chatbots are built on. It also comes as organizations are facing up to the reality of needing to implement specific generative AI security policies amid the skyrocketing growth and adoption of the technology within the business. Now, we saw this many years ago with social media. We tried to shoehorn it into other policies and then realized in some organizations, it works better if it's in a separate policy. In other organizations, it works fine under, say, acceptable use and information classification and handling. Now, one key question on many people's minds is the extent to which generative AI is ushering in a new era of shadow IT. Shadow IT, of course, is the IT that central IT does not know about because people need to do their business. And if central IT can't support or is slow in supporting, they're going to find a way. It's like, water finding its quickest path. Now, despite the, the majority of the IT decision makers surveyed recognizing an opportunity for generative AI applications in the workspace to increase efficiency, 55%, and innovation, 52%, and enhance creativity, 
83% voice concerns that unsecured generative AI apps pose a cybersecurity threat to their corporate IT environment, driving inclination towards complete bans. This again, according to BlackBerry. What's more, while 81% of respondents are in favor of using generative AI tools for cybersecurity defense to avoid being caught flat-footed by cyber criminals, 80% believe organizations are within their rights to control the applications that employee use for business purposes. I would tend to agree with that. Organizations, this is the advice, should take a cautious yet dynamic approach to generative AI applications in the workplace, said Shashir Singh, CTO of Cybersecurity at BlackBerry. Banning generative AI applications in the workforce can mean a wealth of potential business benefits are quashed. As platforms mature and regulations take effect, flexibility could be introduced into organizational policies. The key will be in having the right tools in place for visibility, monitoring, and management for applications used in the workspace. And also AI-related, a report from Barracuda highlights AI's use in ransomware. Now, in 2023, artificial intelligence and generative AI have dominated headlines, and their impact is starting to make its mark on ransomware attacks as well. For example, AI-enhanced phishing attacks to gain access to target networks and AI-powered automation for greater reach. Now, over the last 12 months, that helped drive ransomware to new heights as the frequency of ransomware attacks continues to climb with no signs of showing down, according to the report. Despite the enduring success of traditional attack methods throughout 2023 and beyond, attackers will look to generative AI to craft increasingly effective attacks. That's what the report's thinking. Well, the people writing the report's thinking. The researchers analyzed 175 publicly reported successful ransomware attacks across the world between August of 2022 and July 2023. In the primary categories that they've been tracking, which is municipalities, healthcare, and education, the number of reported attacks have all doubled since last year and more than quadrupled since 2021. Awareness training, very important. Now, while attacks targeting infrastructure-related industries are lower in volume compared to the top three sectors, this sector also experienced more than twice the number of attacks compared to last year. Municipalities and education continue to be soft targets because they are resources constrained. I would say, submit that small businesses as well, too. And successful healthcare and infrastructure attacks have an immediate and potentially severe impact on human lives, with cyber criminals tried to exploit the increase in likelihood of getting paid. In many countries, one or more of these sectors may be legally obligated to report cybersecurity incidents, which makes the impact more visible as well. So a link to the full report is in the Barracuda blog entry. Its URL is in the show notes. Now, finally, I wanted to share with you a little bit of details, um, information from a new report. This is from Cybersecurity Insiders. It's a 2023 cloud security report, which was sponsored by Fortinet. This report surveyed 752 cybersecurity professionals. So here's a couple of key findings. I think you'll find this interesting. Cloud security continues to be a significant issue with 95% of surveyed organizations concerned about their security posture in public cloud environments. I would love to talk to the other 5% that makes them, what makes them feel so confident. Anyway, misconfiguration remains the biggest cloud security risk, according to 59% of cybersecurity professionals, which is, of course, human error, generally speaking. So awareness and being very careful in what you're doing. This is closely followed by exfiltration of sensitive data and insecure interfaces or APIs tied at 51% and unauthorized access 49%. Despite economic headwinds, cloud security budgets are increasing for the majority of organizations by an average of 33%. Now, 44% of organizations are looking for ways to achieve better visibility and control in 
in securing hybrid and multi-cloud networks, with 90% looking for a single cloud security platform to protect data consistently and comprehensively across their cloud footprint. Now, you can get access to this report, as always, by clicking the link in the show notes. That's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week today, uh, this week. And I hope you join us tomorrow. we got a great conversation with Jay Wolfgang Gorlick, advisory CISO at Cisco and a faculty with IONS. I think I need more coffee this morning. So I'm going to go grab more coffee and I'm going to stay secure. And you know what? I hope you stay secure as well. Take care. <laughs>